Hi there. This is your mind ranting. Today is the 6th of June, 2022. It's Monday. So that's either the start of your day or the start of a beautiful day. For me, it's more of a start of an angry, yet slightly beautiful day at the same time. Now, I have talked extensively about the concept of gun control, gun legislation, gun rights on a few episodes, and now that I look back, I realize that maybe, just maybe, and and this is the point that I definitely want to make, that nothing including ideas, beliefs, values, nothing is permanent, it's ever evolving, and so, I might catch some flack for this, I might get laughed at, and I've already expressed this belief, and it did evolve quite a bit, but not to an extended amount. I would honestly say maybe 20% of my belief on gun rights has changed, but I don't think it completely changed, and I will tell you why in just a few minutes. So, like I mentioned, I might catch some flack, I might be laughed out of the uh, whatever building I'm at, but... I think it is time for us to have that conversation again about us needing, well, some tighter gun control. Now, I, I want to give some context of what I mean by that and why I came to this conclusion. It's no secret that we've had mass shootings uh, pop up a lot more on the news feed. We had the Buffalo grocery store shooting. We had the the shooting over in Uvalde with the elementary students. And that pains me to hear that an individual would go into a school like that, just like Sandy Hook, and shoot up a place like that. With no regard. Just straight up telling the children that they were going to die. I'm probably paraphrasing what that fucking animalistic piece of shit said but there's not really much you know that thoughts and prayers can do so maybe some new reformed gun laws could probably change that now this is why I mentioned that only 20% of my current belief has changed here's the thing we do have those extensive gun laws we do have those background checks. It's very, very, very rare that we will have guns sold amongst each other, not have a background check. Here in the state of California, any purchase, whether it be for a lower, a serialized lower, mind you, or an upper uh, to complete a firearm, Pistols, rifles, shotguns, 
anything involving firearms except parts and this includes ammunition requires a background check it requires that your firearms be registered with the state we have a 10 day cooling period now California has had its share of mass shootings especially recently with the shooting that happened over in the state capitol in Sacramento now someone might chalk it up to saying that well what did all that extensive gun control really do well it might have helped it might have helped plenty it probably did stop a few people from buying guns that shouldn't have bought guns deranged individuals looking to cause harm and let me state this not as a fact but this is my observation I don't think many people who go out to buy these shotguns or buy um, carbines or rifles or pistols of any sort are really going out there to cause any harm not really out there looking to hurt people it's just these people in these very extraneous and very tight situations that they put themselves in or they they probably didn't put themselves in that made themselves think that the only option was to commit mass murder to to commit such horrendous acts And so, here we are. Here we are as a country. Polarized as hell, divisive divisive as hell on the idea of gun rights and gun control. And I've looked at it from both sides. We do have the necessary means to enforce our current gun laws. We already have these extensive federal background checks. Maybe just eliminate the sale of private firearm sales, I guess. Make those go through a background check. That's technically left up to the states. Just as, you know, many things are left up to the states. I just get tired of sometimes hearing that are freely buying guns when they're really not. We just need to enforce these background checks a little bit more. I know some states, their recording systems are horrendous and there might be something that slips under the radar, such as with that little fuckface, Nicholas Cruz, the fact that he was able to purchase his firearms legally despite being on, you know, I guess the eyes of it of the FBI and that, you know, it it was forewarned that this guy might commit some sort of act. And yet, despite all that information, even if it were a hunch, it wasn't enforced, it wasn't acted on. And so, we have to go back to the drawing board and throw more fucking gun control, hoping that it would stick as opposed to figuring out a way, okay, how do we enforce? Dude, I can't talk. How do we enforce our our 
laws because I think we have a lot on the federal level and the state level, depending on the state. So that would be like, you know, Hawaii, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, California, some of the other northern states as well where, you know, gun control is really tight. They're not the most shining, shining of examples, but maybe we just take a look at what they have to offer, see how we can enforce that while not infringing on other people's rights either, but actually being educated on how these firearms operate. There's a reason a lot of people make fun of, you know, the California compliant rifles, especially like the featureless ones, because they have some fugly ass grips. Um, there's no flash hider, no collapsible stock, you know, things that to the untrained eye, you know, it's like, oh, it'll make the, it'll make the weapon harder to use, um, which, you know, truth be told, it probably, I'm sure somebody could probably fucking hope to God nobody does decide to commit acts with those types of weapons and now we have to look at socioeconomic status um, problems we have to look at mental health we have to look at as I mentioned the enforcement of these particular gun laws that we have in place we have to look at the education level when it comes to the safe use of these firearms there's so many variables to go through and I used to be of the of the type of person that decided that mental health was the one true problem when it's really not that case at times we can even say that gun control has racist tendencies and has racist origins but for us to just sit here and just, you know, push more bannings or to be here to stand that I want to defend guns and that's going to be the hill that I die on, that I cannot do. That I, I, I've had to wrestle with this because I know there's a lot of people in the gun community that are straight up, you know, screw uh, infringement on our rights. And yes ideologies and, you know, governments all kind of work in the same way, I think it might be entirely impossible to confiscate guns. I mean, we were, this country was built on the premise that, you know, and basically any country in recent times was basically built up because they grabbed their firearms and they stood up to tyrannical governments. I know that's what uh, one country that comes to mind that a lot of people don't think about is uh, Haiti, you know. Haiti, I think. Um, a lot of the slaves decided to revolt and kick out their oppressors. Another way that, you know, gun confiscation is a terrible thing. We can look at the Soviet Union. We can look at Cambodia, when firearms were confiscated during the Khmer Rouge uh, regime. We can look at various other 
countries such as North Korea. We, we don't know what the fuck's going on in North Korea at the time. But I'm sure a lot of the citizens don't have access to firearms. And, you know, they're in very tight, very tight regulations out there. Can it end up being like that? It could be. I'm not one to say that that can't happen if guns were completely confiscated. I've heard the argument also like, oh, you're going to take on the government with your uh, AR-15 if they got nukes or if they got um, F-1, uh, F-15s or F-16s. I highly doubt that the government would really do something like that, but history does have a good track record of, you know, things like that being confiscated and, you know, the people being subjected to uh, tyrannical rule. But at the same time, we can't just, you know, be gung-ho about, you know, oh, our guns cannot be infringed without trying to figure out a way on how we could slow down these fucking mass shootings and how we can enforce our current gun law. And I sound like a broken fucking record, but I'm willing to have that conversation. I am willing to sit down and say that, hey, I might have been slightly wrong on this. Not completely wrong, slightly wrong. Because no one really has a truth. No one really has the most concrete truth to slowing down these... um, acts of violence, they're gonna happen, gang violence is is gonna occur, no matter how many laws we throw at, people will kill people by any means necessary, guns have just been painted as the easiest accessible tool, which it can be if you go to the black market, are plenty of choices there. And another thing that kind of irks me is the fact that, you know, these gun these gun towing people also are okay with you know, guns being now declared the number one death to children. That is quite startling. However, what I will not stand is the uneducated leftist mass as well. Where they don't understand how firearms work they don't understand that there are plenty of laws and regulations already intact. They don't understand that there are people who do use these firearms to protect their loved their loved ones. Not so much their property. There are some people out there that do use it to protect their property. That gun laws have been used in defensive shootings. I mean, not gun laws. Sorry. Uh, that gun use has been used for defensive shootings. That guns can sometimes, you know, actually do good. Unfortunately, the cops at Uvalde did a terrible job of showing what it means to be a good guy with a gun. So, where do we go from here? That is up to each and every one of you to decide. We can keep getting at each other's throats, and I think that's going to end up being the ticket from this point on, because I don't see things changing ever see us really getting together and communicating about things like this in an open discourse. I 
can already feel the sensation if anybody were to have a debate, which, you know, debates usually shouldn't be based on anger or based on emotions. If we throw all of that out, we can have a civil discussion, but unfortunately emotions are running high right now. So the most, the most, um, the most obvious action to take is to just ban all AR-15s or black rifles. But these are difficult conversations that we have to have and God knows what's going to happen. So I just want to let you all know that, you know, my stance has changed a little bit and I'm willing to hear out anybody on this this discussion or um, on this topic on how we can progress as a country because we need it probably not as extensive on the streets but on the national scale it might be a little bit you know a little bit more insane and it might be something that you know a lot of people don't care about and that's okay but I kind of do care about it now that you know children are now being killed by guns more than they are being killed by automobiles that's there's something wrong with that okay please take care of yourselves stay safe hold your loved ones and until next time